Hey, what's up everybody? Terminal Transmissions returning after a week off. We're back again. We're using some new technology recording over the internet, like uh, Futureman. So if there's any kind of weird audio stuff or, you know, stuff like that, please forgive us and give us time to get used to this new setup. Uh, but it's a lot easier for us to not have to drive across town to be in the same room. So we're going to do this moving forward, even if it's balls. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who've never listened to us before, Terminal Transmissions is a pop culture talk show. You know, we talk about TV shows, science and tech, video games, movies, comic books end up in there a lot. Uh, we go off on tangents. It's a lot of fun. This is our 82nd episode, which is about a million and two. Uh, (laughs) We're going to talk about what we both kind of felt about the Castlevania cartoon on Netflix. Uh, We're going to talk about some cool rumors about True Detective Season 3, which is something that we're both fired up about. We're going to talk about Doomfist in Overwatch because he finally came out or semi came out. Uh, And then we're going to talk about some mystery announcement that Catherine Winnick is supposed to make at Comic-Con. And Catherine Winnick, for those who don't know, is Lagertha in the Vikings TV show. Cool, so we're going to start it out in Castlevania, and we both got a chance to watch it. It's only four episodes long, which is kind of a bummer, but, I mean, whatever, at least we got something, so I don't, I don't, you know, can't really complain. Uh, I, personally, I fucking loved it. I thought that it was absolutely fantastic. What did you, how did you feel about it? So I really liked it a lot. Like I told you, the only complaint that I had was, I thought the pacing was a little bit weird. Yeah. And I just think that's because, like... So we, it kind of felt like this, but also the rumors lead to credence to the fact that it was apparently a movie. And oh, then really? they chopped it. Yeah, yeah. It was just supposed to be like a two hour long movie or like an hour and a half long movie. And then they chopped it into four episodes, which is, to me, I really felt it. I felt like the, the episodes ended in weird places. So the pacing was a little bit off for me. But other than that, I didn't really have any complaints. That's so interesting. I didn't realize it. Yeah, it definitely does. It, But to me... I don't know. For me, a lot of a lot of animes, especially like I, you know, when I used to watch a lot of animes, and I feel like a lot of animes do that, where they'll just end in like really weird places. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't. I don't know. I, I it just like didn't even it didn't bother me. Uh, but I also blew through it. So yeah, it did. I I will say now, like especially with you saying it, like it did really feel like a movie. It did. Yeah, and I think that if Netflix gave you the option to like just binge through and we'll even just edit out like the opening and closing credits like a netflix feature where you can just play through a season because that was what it was like for me like i feel like i would be in the middle of an important scene and then just the like starring whomever would pop up right and it just just felt like okay can i just go to the next one and not have to see like the closing and the opening because it's kind of like taking me out of it and that was my only complaint other than that the voice acting was great the story was awesome the uh, animation was fantastic Right, fantastic. I, I I really liked pretty much everything about it, man. I um I love the, what they did with like the attitude of Trevor. I really liked I, I really liked how they made him like this super flawed protagonist, which I really liked from like the jump from like his first scene where he's just like a drunk in a tavern. Right. That's awesome. I loved that. I would say more than anything, I think the thing I liked the most about it is that it, it really did like feel like a video game the storyline itself felt like a video game. Like once Trevor was introduced, he was having to do like side quests and having right. to do bullshit that he didn't want to do. Getting and his he, party together. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed that. I really appreciated that because it did feel like a game. 
Uh, and and as we both know, usually adaptations from video games are god awful. So it was cool to see it well done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm excited that they've already been confirmed to have a second season and with yeah. eight episodes. Fuck yeah. So, like I'd mentioned earlier, there were definitely a lot of kind of things that pointed to it originally having been made as a movie. Right. So my theory is that they just wanted to make this Netflix, or not even Netflix, they just wanted to make a Castlevania animated film. Mm-hmm. They probably made it or got close to finishing it or started on it or whatever. And then Netflix was like, hey, we'll take this and we'll make it into a series. Right. And then they were probably just like, okay, well, let's just chop this movie into four episodes. And right. that, ex- that also makes sense of why it's only four episodes because nothing is ever four episodes. Yeah, yeah. That was very weird when I found that out, when I loaded it up and I saw that it was only four and it's like, that's weird, man. Like, why did they choose to do that? Yeah, because like nothing has ever been four episodes. Even right. like the shortest like BBC series are six. Right. Yeah. And to me, more than anything, it fe- and I don't know if this was true, but it felt like almost more than anything, it was a it was like a proof of concept than right. anything else. Like watching it, it, it really does feel like it's just like if this does well enough, we'll actually go through and make more. But, right. you know, it was like this is just enough that you know hopefully it'll hook you and i feel like it did i I feel like i mean i loved it you liked it i i feel like almost everything i've seen online about it has been has been positive Mm -hmm. so yeah i think i think that's cool i i'm I'm pretty pumped up about it i really liked alucard a lot yeah yeah he was fucking cool as fuck to be a really good character i wish that he had been in more of it because he was kind of only in it for like five seconds yeah uh and those five seconds were great Mm -hmm. like his two scenes were both really cool Right. Um, I would have liked to have seen more. I also feel like if it was a movie, having the the fight with Alucard be the climax, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like that definitely even, ends on a on a cliffhanger. It ends on a hard cliffhanger, like one of the hardest <laughs> cliffhangers. Like, all right, I like you guys. Let's team up to kill my dad. Right. The end of the season. Wait. Yeah, that more than anything is what made it to me feel like like an introduction. It's like you know those old DBZ movies that they would just throw out. And right. it's like, it felt like that where it was like, here's this, here's this film and you've watched it and now you're going to be prepared for the actual season when it comes out. Right. Um, but yeah, he was a fantastic character. Honestly, I will say that I, I loved that they took a really sympathetic angle with the antagonist, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. I mean, that's, that's like Warren Ellis 101. So I fucking, you know, I love that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes he doesn't do that. He, he, he just writes, he writes villains really well. Yeah. And he, he went really sympathetic with Dracula to where, like, I was actually honestly kind of rooting for, for Dude, Dracula in the beginning. It's so weird because when I was reading about this, right when it came out, so I didn't watch it Friday. I watched the first two episodes last night and the second two episodes this morning. I oh, read okay. a bunch of people online saying, like, the worst part about it is that, like, they didn't do anything to humanize Dracula. Like, he's oh, not relatable and, like, he's the worst character, et cetera, et cetera. Serious? And then when I watched it, I was like, What? What do you mean? This is like the most humanized version of Dracula that's ever been in any ever. Castlevania ever. This is the most humanized version of Dracula ever. Yeah. It was weird. That's, I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> what, are, what movie silly. did you watch? Well, yeah, and that's, it's just baffling because it was basically the, like the first half. It was like the first entire episode was just like an introduction. You don't, like, don't even like meet Trevor in it. Nope. It's just an introduction to Dracula and his wife and then her getting like brutally fucking murdered. Yep. For and no then reason. him. Yeah. 
like that's that people are fucking silly anyway <laughs> those are people who work for john jones <laughs> um the writing and dialogue were really good i really liked i really liked how much time they spent exploring dialogue between all the characters especially the um speakers yeah speakers right speakers i really liked how much time was given to them to actually it didn't feel like filler though i actually really liked that they were having this like ideological there were a lot of ideological debates in it i would say yeah 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 i I felt the same way and i really liked it in that regard like one of my favorite things about the script was that there were some really good lines like not even necessarily like i'm not saying that the full conversations are full like monologues or dialogues were bad but there were some like one-liners that were just like so good and like just like legit and deep and i was like where did that come from yeah I, I absolutely agree. I will also say that I, I loved it. I'm, I'm not opposed to it, uh, that there was so much of Warren Ellis's disdain for the church. Oh, yeah, 100%. Comes through. And I mean, I'm, I, I love it. I, I, was, I was right there. Like, if you've, if you've ever read anything that Warren Ellis has written, the Transmetropolitan, if you get into his run on authority, anything like that, it's like he really, really doesn't care for, for religion, especially organized religion. And yeah. you, you can tell in Castlevania immediately. Yeah, they were the hard villains. Yeah, which, which I mean, in the 1400s, like, makes fucking sense. So right. not mad about it at all. I, I would say, like, that's probably, that's probably all I've got on it. I mean, I, I really liked it. I really want to see more. I really wish it was more than four episodes. I would really, really love for the second season to not only just be eight, but whatever. I think it's fantastic. I want more of this shit. I think this is a fantastically well-executed project. I'm, I'm glad they got Warren Ellis on it. I'm glad they got the animation team they got on it because, goddamn, I mean, they yeah, were, the animation was great. Yeah, it honestly, in some parts, it reminded me of Princess Mononoke. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, when that dude's like fucking finger just got lopped off like out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, goddamn, and it reminded me of that. Like when dudes in Princess Mononoke's like arms are just getting chopped off like willy nilly. Yeah, I, I just really like that shit. I shoot your sword with an arrow, and for some reason, it rips both of your arms off. <laughs> okay. Also, Trevor whipped that whole dude's eyeball off. Yeah, I loved it. I fucking loved it. Yeah, he told that guy's eyeball to get out. I also like how much he he made a point of telling people that he was using a short sword. Was like <laughs> right. He's like your long knife versus my short sword. He said it like five times. My short sword. We get it, dude. We get that you're only using a short sword. Yeah. I really liked the uh, the whole Cyclops thing. I've never seen like a version of a Cyclops where it gets killed. And then as people revert, their like wounds, their grievous wounds like become realized. That was so cool. Yeah. I loved that. Uh, It was really cool. It was really neat. Yeah. That felt like a mini boss. Um, Yeah. Alucard was yeah alucard was dope as fuck their their fight scene the choreography of it was fantastic it was really good yeah i loved it i can't wait to see more i can't if that was just alucard i can't wait to see what they do with dracula oh he's gonna be they already just a little bit of powers they showed were like disgusting yeah they made him just like that face in the sky i was like nice yeah yeah he's he's like dracula science wizard yeah i fucking love it like hell devil yeah, Hell General Science Wizard. I'm into it. <laughs> Hell General Science Wizard is on his birth certificate. That's his first and last name. <laughs> anyway, we've talked about it for 12 minutes, so we got to fucking move on. Yeah, let's talk about something else.
So another thing we wanted to talk about in TV is actually something that I found out about like two weeks ago, but we didn't get to talk about because we missed an episode. Yeah. There are rumors that apparently uh, Mahershala Ali from uh, Moonlight might actually end up being in True Detective Season 3. Now, this is big for a lot of reasons. One, Garrett and I are True Detective fanboys through and through. And I mean, even for people who didn't like Season 2, you can't argue that the best part of it was the acting. Sure. Like, even if you say the plot was convoluted and then whatever, blah, 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 the acting was all great. Like, they yeah. killed it. Every single one of them was amazing. Yep. So to, like, come back and say, like, okay, we're going to kind of do, like, not necessarily a reboot, but sort of like a soft reboot of True Detective. We're taking, the, the like, the um, showrunner off. He's going to go do his own thing, and then we're bringing in some other people who have some success with a lot of other shows. And we're going to try and, like, bring the show back. Oh, right. also, we're getting Mahershala Ali, who was, like, the most impressive actor of the last year. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. If that actually is. happens, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and and from what I saw, I mean, and the, none of this is set in stone. This is all conjecture, and we don't we don't know. But uh, it was saying that he would potentially be the lead, right? Which I think is is the best way for them to go. Yeah, because he was probably my favorite part of Luke Cage. Yeah, hundred percent. He was incredible <laughs> as as like just a normal like ordinary non superpowered villain up against dude, like yeah, up against like the most powerful of the defenders and he, he still shines so fucking much. Yep. It, it, that's incredible. And I, I, I get it. a lot of that's the writing, but a, a lot of it was also the execution of the actor. Um, right. So yeah. And, and having seen moonlight and he, he's not even in moonlight for, for very, for very much. He didn't get a lot of screen time and he still is so memorable in that movie. And he was fantastic. Again, the writing is fantastic, but also like, his acting in it is incredible for us to get an entire show in the vein of true detective where it's just like nothing but basically actors being able to put on like a showcase of their talent. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's, there's no better Avenue for him. I think. No, it's, it's, it's such a perfect place for him because if you think about, I mean, obviously everything about the first season was great. And then I think the second season was great, but again, like even if you didn't like it, you can't, say that they weren't great actors right it's like just to have a third season of that with just Mahershala just killing the game like with whatever fantastic writing they come up with yeah it's gonna be like intense I I absolutely because I would I would argue I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with Woody Harrelson or Matthew McConaughey or in season two Colin Farrell Vince Vaughn Taylor Kitsch or Rachel McAdams but I think Mahershala Ali is a better actor than all six of them damn so to have him put in that situation where he's going to be just killing the game, it's going right. to be intense, dude. It's going to be yeah. really intense. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, and we got a little bit of it, you know, like when he did the, uh, he did like his first big scene in Luke Cage when he does like that monologue with like the uh, Notorious B.I.G. painting behind him where like the crown's on his head. Like uh, he just delivers so that good. monologue. Yeah, if we got an entire season of that where oh, we just man. got those types of scenes several times yeah. oh my lord and then also like getting visceral Mahershala like monologues yeah Jesus but then also getting him to be like a cop doing investigatory work and stuff oh man right and like super gritty and dark yeah I think and I mean obviously again this isn't even confirmed this is all rumors but like and then even you know there will be someone opposite him so when we yeah. find out if it is if it is official that he's cast and then whoever's cast opposite him it's going to be insane I, I need it 
Yeah. And it also, I feel like it'll bring back the show from all the people who just constantly shit talk it after season two. Right. Yeah. It's like a lot is, of people who love season one, like hate the show now because of season two. And right. You're just like left out in the cold, look like feeling like Snowpiercer. <laughs> it is. It is the TV Snowpiercer for us. Yep. Yeah, Danny and I both really, really liked season two. I never understood what people were, were like going off about. And it's like, oh man, I just don't even know where the show's going. It's like. I don't even care. It's one of those things that like sometimes plot really doesn't matter that much. Right. And I feel like true detective is one of those shows. Like seriously, how much plot was there in fucking season one of true detective? Right. You didn't care because like no one was watching true detective for the fucking plot. Like you were watching it because the characters were having an incredible fucking dialogue and they were going through these like, very visceral very fucking like poignant arcs this the plot really was like not even on the back burner it was it was somewhere else in a microwave (laughs) (laughs) yeah like seriously so when season two came out and everyone was like i don't even understand where like what what's happening or where the plot is and it's like why are you even worried about it yeah. Just watch it and see like what these actors are doing with these characters and see right. where the writing is. Why the fuck do you care if it's like, I mean, what kind of fucking resolution did we get in this, in the first season? Seriously. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then it was like, Oh, there's like no resolution in the second one. It's like, really? There was no resolution in the first one either. None. True. Seriously. So anyway, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I really enjoyed season. I, to be fair, though, I, I think I did prefer season one to season two. Right. But I still really thoroughly enjoyed season two, and I really want to go back and rewatch it. So I would yeah, love a, a third idea. season. Yeah. Especially. And that, I mean, we don't even really know officially if we're going to get a third season. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Rumors on rumors. True. And even then, the dude that created True Detective isn't even going to be a part of it. So I don't know. Like, we might get some completely other thing. Who knows? We'll see. Know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so in video games, we're going to get to talk about Overwatch again. As, Yay, as we for the first do. time ever. Yeah. Anytime there's Overwatch news, we get to talk about it because we love it and it's fantastic. So we finally got Doomfist and it's awesome. Uh, Doomfist is now on the PTR. He's still not out entirely for for uh, regular players. But if you're on a PC and you, you dial into the, the PTR, the test server... You can play him. So, uh, he's, he seems really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, he seems amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's similar to what we kind of envisioned, but then they went way wilder with him than I ever would have thought. Yeah. He really doesn't seem anything like any current overwatch character. Yeah. Agreed. Which is really cool because when Arissa came out, basically Arissa's almost entire kit is just like repurposed other abilities from other characters right and it was really funny because online there were people that were like oh yeah like we're not going to really see anything new most likely from now on we're just going to see like they're going to keep everything kind of like what's already in the game and then they're just going to try to like repurpose it for balance reasons well that definitely is not the case because now doomfist is in the game and he's nothing like anybody right um, so it's really neat. They made him like, um, honestly, he seems like a fucking like fighting game character almost. Yeah. That's been dropped in overwatch. 
Um, they went all melee with him, except for he shoots he shoots like shotgun shells out of his knuckles, which is really cool. It's really cool. But uh, they do um, like jeans amount of damage. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was watching some playthroughs on, on YouTube and stuff and, and on Twitch. And uh, it really is like it's basically like filler. It's basically like what you do when you're all of your abilities are on cooldown. Right. <laughs> like I think I saw like two or three kills and it was just because like someone had like a health left. And so yeah, there's like, it's oh. usually like. Oh, there's somebody who's low health and I need to like clean up while I'm waiting for my shit to cool down. So I'll just yeah. throw some shotguns at him. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, but it's a super cool character. Uh, just run Just going to run through the abilities really quickly. So the shotgun out of the knuckles thing is not his thing. It's not, it's like, it's not meant to, it's, it's, it's like a supplement to his kit. It's not his main thing. Whereas like pretty much every other character is, is primarily based around their primary fire, but he is not. Uh, so his secondary fire is this charge move, which uh, is it's called rocket punch, and it's super fucking cool. Uh, it does have to be charged up, so it's not like Reinhardt, where Reinhardt can just like do his charge. He he just hits it and it goes. He has to charge it up, and it actually does. It goes farther and does more damage the more he charges it up. It was already nerfed on the PTR. Uh, initially, it was like twenty. I think what what was it twenty meters? Or no, it was it, it, was it went from like thirty like to twenty. Yeah, it, it's fucking rad, and it's and from what I've seen in the uh, in the gameplay that I've seen, it's it's how m- most people are kind of using as his primary. They use they use that ability to like get into the thick of it, and what it does is it actually hits twice potentially. So if you hit someone with it, not only does it do quite a bit of damage, but it does a shitload of knockback. Yeah, and then if the enemy it, it runs into a wall from that knockback, they actually get hit more. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, this is such a fantastic idea because I mean, it it harkens back to what we saw of the like kind of tease toward Doomfist with the OR fifteen robots in on the Numbani uh, map when you when you play offense, uh, and some of them were smashed into a wall, and so right. it was it was supposed to be that ability. You you use this ability and you can just like jackhammer into an enemy, and it and it it's not AOE, so it only can hit one enemy. Even if you slam into like a group, it's just the first one you hit. Um, but it's it's fantastic because it's so fast, kind of like Reinhardt's charge. You just come out of nowhere and just jackhammer into somebody, and then they just go flying, and then you're just in the mix. Right. And basically, pretty much every non-tank hero, if they hit a wall from that move, they're dead. Yeah. So that's that's like if fantastic. You, if you hit a if you hit like a tracer or a reaper or a soldier with like a fully charged rocket punch and knock them into a wall, they just die. Yeah fucking fantastic and then the next ability is rising uppercut which is aoe and it's fantastic and what what it does is he doomfist does a big uppercut and it i think it hits in a cone uh right in front of him mm-hmm. and in, and anyone that's in that within that cone even you know especially if like enemies are bunched up which in overwatch a lot of times they are uh they they take damage and they get knocked into the air mm-hmm. it seemed like it would be pretty fucking disorienting i didn't see it you know, from anyone getting hit by it. Uh, so I didn't see what the view would look like, but I'm sure I'll know pretty soon. <laughs> but, uh, it did seem like it was like, it would be disorienting as fuck. Cause it knocks you like solidly like 10, 10 feet in the air or so 10, 15 mm-hmm. feet in the air. So yeah, it's like, Oh shit. All of a sudden I'm, I'm scooped up. Um, just knowing how disorienting it is to get like slurped off the ground from like a, an Orissa, mm-hmm. um, or anything like that. It, yeah, I think that's going to be fantastic. And it's so fast. 
And then the second one is kind of like a combo with that. And that's why I, I feel like he was like almost like designed to be similar to like a Street Fighter character. Right. Because he, he has like combos. A, yeah. Yeah. It definitely combos from that. And it's a, called Seismic Slam. And it requires that Doomfist is, is in the air. It, you get like a targeting reticle on the ground and then you slam down. So you, you can do the rising uppercut to Seismic Slam. And it's cool because not only does it do damage and it is also AOE. But it also pulls enemies toward you. Yep. Yeah. So it's you. You can actually like set it up to combo from it, which is fantastic. And it's very similar to his ult. His ult is basically a big version of that. Right. Um. He launches into the air, and he actually goes invulnerable for a few seconds, and it mm-hmm. allows you to you get a bigger targeting reticle on the ground, and yeah, you just you just highlight like bad guys, and then he just slams down. Does it does it also like scoop them in? Do you know? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't knock back, actually. Oh, okay, okay. So it does the opposite in that regard. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure about that part, but yeah, that's it's so fantastic, and um, it's it's pretty fucking devastating, honestly. Uh, I saw I saw quite a few kills uh, from it, which is just it looks it looked nasty. You can also throw it like out of nowhere, and you're invulnerable, and like it's 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 kind of menacing. Yeah, you <laughs> like, basically disappear from the screen and fly up it off into magic. I can't be killed space. Yeah. And then just zoop yourself down and kill somebody's yeah. whole shirt. Like multiple times I saw him, I saw people using it where like the enemies had no idea, you know, where he's going to go. And so they like bunched together and then just get jackhammered. Yeah. And I was like, God damn dude. Uh, it's like, it's like a meaner version of fucking uh dead eye. Like McCree's old. It's just like, he just launches out and you're like, where the fuck? Oh, we're dead now. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like, oh, he's there. I got to run. I'm scared. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And then, uh, one, one last thing, his, uh, his passive is called the, the best defense. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And so anytime that he hits someone with one of his abilities, he just temporarily gets shields. So as so it doesn't count for the shotgun, like the shotgun knuckles, but anything else, anything else that he does that does damage he gets shields from it yep so as long as you as long as you're like good about not missing with your abilities you become incredibly difficult to kill yeah i think he can max up to 350 right i think it is yeah i think so so you can get 150 shield or 100 shield i guess on top of your 250 health yeah which is nasty yeah it's not bad 350 is is pretty pretty nasty yeah and then on top of that being like incredibly mobile like he's yeah, disgustingly he's mobile, mobile character <laughs> yeah like that to where like when danny and i were first watching him like when when there he first hit the ptr and we were watching the streams and it was like he i, I told danny i was like he weirdly like he reminds me a little bit of genji mm-hmm. like from having played a bit of genji like he's 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 like that mobile where he's just constantly moving Right. But whereas Genji's like all about like flying in and throwing some shuriken and then like flying out and then, you know, always moving in that regard. He's he's always flying in, but like like Doomfist is flying in, but to hit and then like punch pal surprise and then like zoom out. Yep. He's always moving. So he is a three star difficulty character and he definitely seems like he definitely seems like very, very hard to use because. Right. Yeah. If you he doesn't have any defensive abilities. So he relies on you not missing. Yeah. With, At the very know. best, if you're like getting your ass kicked, you can use all your stuff to just loop out. Yeah. But yeah. if you're on cooldown, you're fucked. Yeah. So having to be all melee. I, yeah. It's going to be tough, man. He, but I, 
I feel like he's he's uh, going to be a fantastic character. I think it's going to shake up a lot of shit. Yeah, he looks so fun. He just looks fun to play as. Even yeah. if you're not good, it looks like just looping around. Yeah. Punching yeah, definitely. I like a fucking Street Fighter man. It looks so fun. <laughs> right. But I definitely also think that he's going to change up a lot of a lot of how the game is played as it yeah. currently is like the meta uh, both in like um, you know the top ranked players but also in like regular people I, I think it's really going to change up a lot of the shit like basically since the beginning of the game there's really never been a point in which Reinhardt isn't the obvious best choice right. for tank like even after Orisa came out it was just like yeah but she's basically just like a shittier version of Reinhardt but then right. if you watch anyone playing as Doomfist for even like a second and there's a Reinhardt they, they just Reinhardt fucking go fuck yeah like you just slaughter Reinhardt because all of your moves ignore his shield yep so it's just like oh I can just come flying in from like you know 20 meters away slam into him hit him with a fucking uppercut we're both in the air okay now he's on the ground now I hit him with like my seismic thing and then like he's dead Jesus Christ like, it was just like over and over and over again just seeing seeing Doomfist just absolutely just melt Reinhardt's. It was it was yep. it was crazy, but that's the thing, and that's what we speculated about Arissa when Arissa came out and we saw her build, and it was like Arissa's character in the lore is that she was she was set up and designed to combat Doomfist, right? And so one of her abilities is that she becomes she immune to knockback. So um, yeah, I None think I think we'll move her. Yeah. So I, I think that Arissa is about to get a huge level up in playability. Also, apparently Sombra just absolutely fucking destroys Doomfist, yeah, like to, to like a crazy extent because he's so ability centric, right? So if you can get a hack off on him, all he can do is shoot the shotgun shells. Yeah, and he's very slow on foot when he doesn't yeah. have his abilities. Yeah. So apparently, I, th- I think if Doomfist really, really becomes a super played character. Um, then yeah, he, he, uh, he, I think that that's also going to bolster Sombra and, uh, Orisa, which is going to be really, really cool because yeah. I feel like both of them, uh, are really cool characters that don't get played enough. Yeah. hundred percent. And he definitely, I mean, they're both sort of counters to him in their own way. Right. Right. Absolutely. And then, uh, I would also say that it's cool because hopefully a lot of the people that currently like insta pick Genji will hopefully scloop over to him and that that'll just change shit up too which will be really cool that would be nice yeah because basically almost every game has a fucking Hanzo and a Genji in it and so it's like uh, a third of our team every single fucking game yep. is you know if you play with randos on the internet you're pretty much guaranteed to get one of them and usually both so I, w- I would love for that to get changed up but anyway, super cool character. Go check him out. I can't wait to play him. Um, he might be released on Tuesday, but since uh, I'm not optimistic about that because there was already a nerf on the PTR. Yeah, they're probably going to let him ride another week. Yeah, so I think so. But I don't know because Anna did. Anna also got nerfed in the first week, and they and then she was only on the PTR for a week. But Sombra was on right. the PTR for two weeks. Uh, was Arissa too? Mm-hmm. Arissa's clip got changed on the PTR. Yeah, I, she might have. She might have been. Yeah. So I don't know. I, w- I mean, I would love for it to come out. I would love for Doomfist to come out Tuesday. I can't wait to play him. But I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be. I think he's going to be another week. Yeah, so, probably. Anyway, 
nothing much more to say about that but go check him out he's he's all over uh you don't have to speculate anymore he's he's on like the fucking like blizzard website and shit so yeah go catch a yeah. swing yeah do it so finishing up with i'm guessing movies this is a big speculation rumor stuff um so uh, Catherine Winnick, who plays Lagertha on Vikings, she posted an Instagram video uh, to her fans basically saying, hey, uh, there's this secret project I've been working on that I can't talk about that uh, is going to be announced at Comic-Con, so everybody get ready. It's really exciting, etc. Now, the reason that's relevant is because Catherine Winnick has been campaigning to play Black Canary in the DCEU for like three years. Fuck yeah. Like, she's been trying to, to, to get this character for herself for like at least two years maybe three i don't really remember it's been a while damn so this is dce right this is the films completely separate from the black canary that we've got in the arrow tv series right and i think we might even have two different black canaries in the arrow tv series at this point i don't oh god i stopped following it like i think somebody maybe died and then got replaced i don't fucking know um but man so here's my here's my thing about it i think that's awesome casting because i think she's great she's fucking badass she's a great actress and I think she could do really well. My only thing is, like, I, I, re- I would rather... I wish she would have gotten in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And it's also, like, are they going to do a Green Arrow movie? Are they going to bring Green Arrow into the cinematic or what? Right. Like, is she going to yeah. stand alone? Is it going to be, like, a Venom movie where she just has Black Canary the movie? Yeah, it's hard to say because of their, of their TV shows, Arrow is, like, the biggest one. Right. So, Black Canary is such... I don't know. Like... To do Black Canary without doing Green Arrow is really weird. They're very intrinsically like, tied together. Right. So, I, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's like doing Ant-Man without the Wasp. Right. Like, it, it, it's so integral. With that said, I, I would love for this to happen because Black Canary is a cool as fuck character. Yeah, 100%. She's dope. But on top of this, the actress is incredible. Yeah. So I've now seen all of Vikings, and I fucking loved it. And she's probably my favorite character. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's pretty standard uh, in agreement that she's, like, the best part of that show. Yeah, I, I really, I really legitimately think that she is. She's she's absolutely fantastic. She's, like, she's great in, in her, like, non-combat scenes. And she's fucking phenomenal in her combat scenes. Like... Pretty much everybody in the Vikings show is fantastic in, in their combat. The, the choreography is really well done, and they tend to choose people, uh, it seems like, that are really good at like physical acting and like really getting right. into that shit. But she stands apart. Every single scene, yeah, uh, every single scene that she's in, that's like she's she's like the centerpiece. It's baffling. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I love it. Um, so I would, I would love for her to do this because black canary is, um, a martial artist and she is a martial artist in real life. Um, but black canary is a badass and she is definitely a badass and she could definitely pull off the character. I would love for this to be real. Yeah. I'm very curious. I mean, honestly, you know, Catherine Winnick is making a secret announcement at comic-con. That's right. good news, regardless of what yeah, it actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I, I even, I even remember talking to Taylor about it when, when we were watching Vikings, and I even said at one point, like, why is she not in everything? Like, yeah. It's baffling. Why it's is one she of not? Why is she not Captain Marvel? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good fucking point. Yeah, I. It really is. It, it really is crazy. I, I. She's so good in Vikings that it was like, 
why isn't she one in, in more shows and two like in, in some movies? I mean, she's right. incredible and she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She's like stupidly pretty, but on the, at, at the same time, like also w- wonderful at acting and then can also just like kick ass in real life, just flips yep. and kicks and spins and just, ugh. yeah, it's like Ragnar's out here picking objectively worse women over her. old dumb stupid idiot yeah he really he really fucked up in that regard and i hate it was also like it didn't help because like i hated her oh yeah i I hated i hated i don't want to get into too many spoilers about the fucking vikings but yeah she's uh she's on the mist now she's like the main character on the mist and i can't stand her face oh yeah she's awful she's like poison for me yeah she's one of those she's like cersei from game of thrones it's just like i don't Uh. even care it's like I, I don't even yeah. care. She did such a good job with that character that like I just like it's so funny too because I'll watch I'll watch interviews with her and she's so nice and sweet, but yeah. I just can't disconnect Cersei and my hatred of Cersei from her. And it's it's baffling. And she even talks about it. I I even like I even read an interview the other day where she was even talking about it where like people like hate her and she's gotten like people will just be like rude to her when she goes to to events like fans and stuff right and it's just like yeah you did t- too good of a fucking job man like <laughs> like i mean you, it's not but yeah so anyway i i would really love for this to happen i i want to see i want to see her in in more in more stuff Catherine winnick i would love to see her in, in more projects she deserves to be in yep. more projects yeah she deserves to lead some projects absolutely yeah, I, I like. I was bummed out because there's there's some episodes where she's really either not in them in Vikings or like a very small role, and I was always bummed mm-hmm. out. And it's like, yeah. when can we get more Lagertha, please? And then she'd show up, and you'd just be like, okay, okay, worth the wait <laughs> every time. Anyway, that's episode eighty two. Cool. Yeah. So forgive us for any moments where we sounded like weird digital robots in a cave trying to escape the Matrix. Yeah, we'll we'll get this uh, we'll figured keep out. Trying to refine this process. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it, it's a lot more difficult than you think to record a podcast through the internet, and we're just gonna have to figure it out. All right. Think if we get started this way. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, but we all we had an apartment. You. Oh sorry. Yeah, we had an apartment together when we started this, and so it was always really easy because we can just record there. But now I, right. we live like forty minutes away from one another, so it's like it's not really feasible to keep doing this. Yep. Anyway, all right, guys. See you next time.